Alrighty, if it isn't Matt Apodaca, my favorite customer, welcome. Oh. Welcome to Russ's Deli. We're really happy. What do you want? What do you want for lunch today? Huh? Uh, uh, you know, just just the usual. Just uh, you know, uh, uh, turkey avocado club sounds. Oh, sounds perfect. you're my turkey yeah. avocado king. Here, oh, let come me on. Uh, let me make that sandwich up. You know what? I'm going to give you a free pack in soda with that, and it's going to be a delicious uh, lunch. You hit the park. You hit a, a park bench. You go wherever it is you want to go. But here you go. Here you go. Ah, oh, look at that fresh sandwich. Ah, uh, hey, Matt. Hey, thanks for coming in. Good to see you regular. Hey, so before you go, I know you got that turkey avocado there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I thought I'd set you up with another sandwich. Here's a oh, here's a roast beef. Uh, yeah, with some Havarti. So there you go. Go ahead and enjoy oh, that that's, bad boy. That's so nice. Thank you. I I haven't even touched my other sandwich first. Now I have the second yeah, I haven't sandwich. Touched this one either. You got this peanut butter and banana. There you oh. go. Enjoy that one too. My third sandwich. I know it's going to be a hard decision to make because now you got three sandwiches. But can I interest you in a little bit of a burger? We got a fresh, a fresh burger right off the grill. You know what, buddy? I'm just going to slip that into your bag right there. You can you can figure out no, which one you want to eat later. This is so nice. This this is certainly more sandwiches than I can ever eat. I don't know if I can have th- this many sandwiches today. Maybe this week I could save. I could you know eat Boom, these the rest of the week. Toast. Boom, French toast. Boom, egg. Boom, another slice of French toast is a breakfast sandwich right there in your bag. There you okay, go. Okay, well, there I, you can't, go. I can't eat this right now. I already had wow, breakfast. that looks good. And you know what goes great with a breakfast sandwich, a lunch sandwich. Here's a grilled cheese with bacon on it. There okay, you go. Th- Enjoy that these bad are, boy. These all look delicious and, and unique, but I- Have some soup with that. A little tomato <laughs> soup on the side. With ow, grilled cheese. What's better than that? Ow, it's, it's loose. Ow. Uh, tuna I, sandwich. Tuna melt. Here's one of each of them. Cold tuna, hot tuna. Cold tuna, hot tuna. This is too many. This is more sandwiches than I can eat. I'm going to end up neglecting some of these and maybe maybe possibly throwing some of them away. And I simply can't fathom throwing them away. Absolutely not. Do not do that. Do not do that. You got to eat every one of these sandwiches. We got to, you know, actually, this is a this is a surprise announcement. Today was the S3 sandwich uh, entertainment sex bowl. And it was uh, it, we announced a, a a midnight release of this drop of this sandwich. Here it is. Yeah, I kind of gave a keynote at the Sexpo when I was talking through this new sandwich. We got to come up with a different name for whatever that is. S three sandwich entertainment sexpo. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, well, not a lot of it's thought. It's gonna be S three if you change one of them. What are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gotta be S three. Gotta be S three. It's a big industry event. S three. Yeah. Just that Sexpo sounds like something else. What you? Know, I mean, I'm no judgment. If you want to fuck a sandwich, you can fuck a sandwich. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. You want a sandwich, you can fuck this way. Here you go. Peanut butter and marshmallow cream. That's a fuckable sandwich. It's on a hot dog bun. (laughs) Go nuts. We confront the disease of more and the paradox of choice and add them to our backlogs as we discuss too many games this week on Get Played.
Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. Oh, that's me, Nick Weiger, and I'm here with our third host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket, to the premiere video game podcast, Get Played. Did you forget the name of the show briefly? What? It felt like you stumbled before between get and played. What is this? What do we get? What? Wait, I, did I really? Maybe I might have had like a, a minor stroke in between those two words. That's that I may have no, been what it was. I yeah, I have okay. no uh, no uh, awareness of having paused. Did I just? But I just did it then. Are you, you sure just that's did not it just then. the way I talk? <laughs> it might just be your pattern of speech, and I'm just now picking up on it after knowing you for 20 years. I just like the idea of you following up the premiere video game podcast with forgetting what the show's called. But apparently that's not what happened. It's the premiere uh, video game podcast. Uh, uh, it's everyone's favorite show. It's a triple A podcast. Yeah, oh, we, we know. Shit. We know what the show. I mean, you know what the yeah, show is. You know, I don't have to say. I don't have to say what it is because you're already listening to it. So you know what it is. Yeah. You know, one thing I do have to say is that each month we do our own format here on Get Played uh, where we take a the, the the end of the last episode of every month we do a full episode dedicated to one game one playthrough experience and the game we are going to do this month is cyberpunk 2077 the phantom liberty so that episode will be coming out in two weeks on monday october 30th look for that and uh please pay, play along if you like though by no means necessary yeah maybe uh maybe uh you can get, we, we can all get gonked together huh what do you say gonked is like my favorite one to say So, yeah, they have a lot of for people who aren't uh, uh, playing the game or watching the anime cyberpunk edge runners. There are a lot of made up future slang. And, yeah, I do. I do like gonked mine. The one I like is Delta. We get a Delta out of here. Oh, that is good. Delta Delta is out of here. I think we should just like, you know, plan for the future that we want. So I think we should start incorporating the cyberpunk slang into our daily lives so that hopefully they catch on and just become things we say your takeaway from cyberpunk is this is the future that we want i mean it's the future we're gonna get so i think i I think we might as well just like just be ahead of the curve yeah sure that makes sense sort of know what everyone's talking about i guess i like preem preem is preem is is good it's really useful uh what it's impossible to say preem without sounding shitty Hmm. I don't know. Like, I think oh, that's this pretty is a preem, preem when you say sandwich. It. <laughs> yeah. No, it's preem. Mm. But you know, yeah. you said it, it. But if you said a sandwich was preem, I would immediately think, well, this is like one of the best sandwiches ever. Is it yeah. supposed to derive from supreme or premium? What is it supposed to be from? Supremium. Supremium. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like since both of those things have preem in them, somebody was probably like, oh, well, preem is preem. the root of good right and specifically it's for sandwiches yeah mm, this turkey club is preem Ooh, this hot pastrami is preem dude i would do anything for a hot pastrami right now that is a really good sandwich it's one you of like the best on ones you can get or do you like it on rye bread hmm you know i'm not a big rye guy but i I'll, I'll eat it how it's given to me i'm not typically like picky about it i i, I don't do substitutions i'm not a substitutions guy I'm with you. Rye is a look. I like a rye bread, but oftentimes 
you know, maybe you're not a rye guy because you're not a dry guy because sometimes that rye can come in a little bit dry if it's not fresh. Here's uh, a, here's the thing about me that I don't know if yeah. I've really discussed. I think I am a dry guy. I, I I'll eat a plain piece of toast, no butter, no nothing. Wait, wow. really? Yeah, Jesus, Matt. That's that's the opposite of preem. That's insane. I don't know. I I, I just I, I like I let the bread do all the heavy lifting, baby. I don't know. I don't need. I don't get it. Get it all gunked up. You're gunk, dude. That's oh, what's happened. Oh, you you must you probably think I'm some kind of dwarfer, don't you? A dwarf head. <laughs> Wait, is that one? Yeah, I just read it. Uh, it's like a drug <laughs> addict. Oh wow, I'm picked up on dwarfer. Yeah, I haven't heard it either. That one was kind of new to me. Uh, but you know, it's it, it's entered the vernacular. Where did you read that? In the source book? Where were you seeing that? The wiki? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have the, the that's the sacred texts of cyberpunk right in front of me. Uh, yeah, it's just the, the cyberpunk fandom. Uh, oh, interesting. Wiki. Uh, so you know, there's a bunch of ads on my screen as well. Uh, it's uh, it's a big mess over here. That's a good sandwich. Chicken salad. That's a preem sandwich. I don't like a chicken salad. I've had what some podcast ones. is this? <laughs> See, you, Heather, you truly don't remember, do you? <laughs> the podcast is Get Played, and we're going to be talking about Look, this is part of our responsibility, I think, hosting or or at least our self-imposed obligation, uh, our sense of duty, if you will, on this podcast is we feel like we have to talk about uh, as many games as we can get to. But that's just impossible. That's just the nature of this medium. And so we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. But before we get there, before we get to that central topic. <laughs> yeah, it's like we are like we're the premium television podcast. Okay, guys, we, we last week we watched all Yellowstone, uh, NCIS. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're Republicans watched, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we watched all of uh, I May Destroy You, and yeah. we got like like five episodes left of okay. uh, We're back. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine just trying to watch all TV. It's impossible. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. It, it'd be undoable. It'd be undoable. Yeah. I feel like it's more like reading every book. I think you could watch most uh, notable TV more so than you could actually play through most notable games. I think there's just such a time commitment. Uh, but, uh, but but we're going to talk about that in a second and uh, and what it means uh, for someone who has this as a hobby uh, like us and for like a lot of our listeners. But before we do that, first, the question we put to the panel is, what are you playing? What are you playing? Hey, it's me, Ash Ketchum from Pokemon, and I'm a Pokemon master. You may hear my voice every week on Get Animate, the sister podcast. And as I threaten there, here I am, motherfuckers. Oh, I'm here to ask you guys, what have you been playing? And Nick, I choose you. Again, again I don't like that you threaten us. I wish you were a little less aggro, a little bit friendlier, especially if you're going to cross over to the main feed without permission. So I'm just saying I don't I don't need permission. I was going to say this is sort of the issue, right? Like because you originated on this show. You were on this show first. This Ash. is my show. Yes. No, it's your show. Uh, Nick, I think uh, I think the only way forward is to uh, just cower and just give in okay, to Ash's demands. It. No eye contact. No fucking eye contact. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. No, nope, no problem for me. Sorry, sir. Uh, but um, I, I think you know, 
Ash, you did say you'd you'd be back on this show. And uh, as I see it, you're welcome anytime. Thank you. I am. Uh, I'm I'm a time traveler. That doesn't sound canonical. No. You're a time traveler? What do you even mean? Which Pokemon is that happening? Any any Pokemon that you harness all the way to their absolute unlocks the ability time travel. And so I'm a fucking time traveler. So you, you, uh, to me, you, that's just a lie. That just sounds like you're lying. You're lying. Oh, I thought you, I want you to understand. Do you know why it's I don't a know mystery? You want to know why it's such a mystery? Who, who my dad is? Why is that, Ash? It's because it's me. I fucked my own mom. Oh my Jesus God, Christ, Ash! And I made me. I'm a perfect being. You're like Fry from Futurama. Oh, Wait, is that, that is true? that does happen on future. Fry fries his own grandpa. Yeah, so it's a little bit removed. <laughs> yeah, but oh, it's pretty. Jesus. <laughs> Wait, that upsets you? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you fuck your grandma? Well, why would you fuck your mom? That was what My you. Mom was what, hot. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But if you're traveling back in time, you could hit your grandma. Yeah. You know, Nick. I don't know if you'd Any be age. asking this question if you'd seen Ash's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, I installed Mr. Mime <laughs> as my surrogate dad. And I fucked my mom. Hey, what are you playing? Uh, I guess, yeah, I'll just go ahead and uh, answer that, Ash. I'm going to so, time travel back to the assassination of JFK. And I'm going to shoot him like five seconds before Oswald gets his first shot off. Just so that Oswald's upset. Oh, this is Stephen King's nightmare. Wait, is that book. also a thing? No, he wrote a whole book about just trying to undo the JFK assassination via time travel. Is he a good we, author or like just an author? He's I had like some, Stephen King. He's had some problems. You know, he, he he's, is, he's he battled is, some substances and I think he was in a uh, an accident hasn't. of some kind. Yeah. Uh, so who knows what's going on? The inner machinations of Mr. Stephen King. I looked up the date, eleven twenty two sixty three. That's the that's the name of the book that's about a time traveler who tries to stop JFK's assassination. It's written by JF, by Stephen King, and it, it it is very very boomer. I mean, there it's was just a, a there yeah. was a quantum leap episode where somebody can't like Sam. Do you know Sam Beckett, the time traveler? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen goes, I've seen quantum leap. Yeah, he goes back in time to try and stop uh, JFK, but he but he's he's. Time travels into Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. And then he finds out that he saved Jackie. That's right. Yes. I, I saw this. Uh, I remember this was a two part episode and I saw this like when I was a kid and what they, an they've, what it's a really crazy premise. concept. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is that, that he never really leapt into notable people. They were always like kind of. So this was like a break from the format it was like, oh, he's going into a known historical figure. Uh, yeah, I remember it being a good episode, but I don't know if it holds up. I was a child. Me too. And so was I. We all were children. We all were children once. Hey, Nick. Yeah. I choose you. What are you playing? Thanks, thanks Ash. Ash is unhinged. I'm right. We don't. I'm right here. <laughs> I thought you left. Sorry. No, I'm right here. Okay. I'm here to listen. And if you guys don't tell us what you're playing... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to task. I may get taken to task because 
I wish I had something new to talk about, but I guess it's per, it's fitting for today's topic that all I've been uh, been able to make time for is Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, and uh, I do, I, like, I am still really enjoying it. I, I have had, look, there was, last week I talked about a bug I'd encountered, uh, and over the, the, in the interim, they had released a patch which addressed specifically that bug. Wow. So, you know, that's, that's been patched and they, they've done a lot of, uh, they've done a lot of, of additional updates and fixes, uh, since the 2.0 release. Uh, it, 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 look, it, it's a blast. Here, here's the thing I, I guess I'll focus on for this particular, uh, discussion, which is that mobility generally has been improved a lot and it's so fun especially if you spec for reflexes Mm -hmm. and you get all the dashes and the air dash uh it's just like you can just kind of zoom around the map and it's great not just for combat because i'm playing a, a, a melee focus build though i still end up using guns a lot and uh just for for zipping in and out of encounters and ducking behind cover and such but it's also great for just for getting around the map uh, because there's a there's a lot of just walking around with these sorts of open world games. Um, and on that note, you know, I think the driving is improved, but I still much prefer riding a motorcycle. I just think the motorcycles are so uh, much uh, more maneuverable. They're so much more fun to control. It's great to squeeze, you know, yeah. to white line to squeeze between uh, traffic uh, to lane split. And then also. Uh, I, it's one of the rare instances you can see a, a 3D version, or, or I'm sorry, a third-person version uh, of your character model uh, as uh, for a game that's that largely lives in first person. So I I, I do kind of like ho- uh, hop hopping on that hog and zip it around. Uh, but yeah, but it's been mostly cyberpunk for me. I do want to note one game that's now on my radar that I bought on the Steam store because it just uh, released. It it was an early access for a while. It just had its official release. Um, this past week, as of the episode, uh, if you're listening to this episode on release date, it's called Space Wreck, uh, and it hmm. is an isometric uh, RPG, and um, I haven't played it yet, so you know I can't attest to it. But it, it but I there are there has been had gotten a lot of very positive buzz. It does like very much harken back to like Fallout One, like Fallout One and Two, like those you know mm. those those really those 90s uh era uh, isometric games um and it is like a a hardcore role playing experience that apparently you can play without combat so uh i'm i'm kind of looking forward to messing around with this uh and uh you know one of the it, it, a throwback to um one of the uh ancestors of a of a game like Baldur's Gate 3 so it, it it's it, it's it looks like an interesting um, experience and hopefully I'll have some real impressions for you uh, in the, the coming weeks. But yeah, that's mostly been cyberpunk for me. Um, uh, Matt, how about you? I'm also been playing uh, cyberpunk and uh, right now uh, I'll be, this will be untrue when this episode comes out, mm. uh, but I'm, uh, I'm in Palm Springs. I've been here. I'm here for like a week. Uh, I won't get into the particulars. Uh, and I, frankly, talking about it much more than I thought it would be. But the reason I bring it up <laughs> is that I've uh, been wanting to play Cyberpunk, but I didn't bring my PS5 with me, mm. right? Uh, and so what I did was I brought my iPad and have the remote play app on my iPad, and I wow. brought my PS5 controller. Nice. And I've been using that. And let me tell you something about that. It works perfectly. <laughs> it is so fucking good. Wow. If you have really? strong if you have strong wow. Wi-Fi on both sides, 
you know, at your home base or if you're hardwired in, which is, I think, recommended. Yeah. But if you're if you're in a spot where your your PS5 can't necessarily be uh, hardwired without being an inconvenience and um, uh, but can uh, be close enough to Wi-Fi where it's usually not a problem. Uh, it works great. I've been having a blast. And what in and, and my Airbnb has a um, has a TV where I can airplay uh, my iPad to the TV. So it's just like I'm playing at home, but just no PS5. And there's like very if it's if there's latency, it's very, very minimal. And I can't notice it at all. Like I've been playing interesting and having a great time with it. And um, right now I'm yeah, I'm in the middle of the Phantom Liberty stuff. But let me tell you, these these romance options, you know, in my first playthrough. I was a, a was a male V and was romancing Pan Am. Right. And it's so hard not to just go back down the Pan Am road for some reason. I just, she's great, but I know that Judy is an option for me, right? Because Judy uh, does, will not romance a male V, uh, but will romance a female V, which is what I'm playing now. And her next quest line hasn't popped up yet, and I'm so nervous that something's wrong with oh. the with with the game, uh, or like with uh with the quest line, because I would like to pursue that because I heard her story is great, and I would like to know more about Judy. Um, but I, so far it's been a it's been a dead end, and I think uh hopefully her next quest it's like a side gig pops up for me soon. But uh, I shouldn't even be focusing on that because I should be mainlining the Phantom Liberty stuff in time for the for the episode, which I will. Uh, I I will. I'm pretty confident that I'm going to finish that stuff. But yeah, you got to you get a little bit of time before we record. There are five Mondays in this month. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be able but, to get there. But I've been in, I've been really enjoying. I've been really enjoying it. I sent you guys. I don't know if you saw this. I sent you guys a funny uh, bug, kind of. I don't know if it's a bug or if it was like just an accident. But I was at the Aldecaldo's camp, and I'm sort of just standing there, because uh, I was like doing something. Like I was like looking at my phone, but didn't pause the game. And an NPC <laughs> walks into frame, walks toward the fire pit that everyone's kind of sitting at accidentally walks into the fire catches on fire and everybody around the fire pit runs away screaming <laughs> it's just like this game what is like that's the correct response that should happen right in a in in a scenario where uh you know the the video games uh ai players are you know supposed to react normally but it shouldn't happen i don't think it's written that the character is supposed to write is, to, is supposed to walk into the fire it was an accident because he right. just sits down like normal and is just like on fire uh but it was such a funny uh funny thing to witness such a at least the bugs in this game are good <laughs> yeah they're, they're they're fun they offer some unintentional <laughs> comedy the uh uh, yeah, I, you know, the I was I was just looking if there was any additional romance in Phantom Liberty. I guess there isn't, which is a little disappointing. Mm. But what are you going to do? Because mm. hmm. it is because the romance options are a little bit limited. Yes. Yeah. Like it's like there's one there's one male, female. There's one 
there's one you know female male there's one male male and one female female and like that's it yeah and you think you you know we've we this we've said this a lot but you would think there just would be more options in general or at least you know more combinations well yeah because there's also like the 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 other approach is kind of the hades or Baldur's gate three like you know uh, uh, all characters are kind of pansexual and available to the player character and yeah. um uh yeah they they took a different approach but i think specifically for its future it feels a little bit restrictive for uh, but i don't know you know whatever uh i i think more than more than anything it just kind of feels it's like a little bit less it feels a little bit less fun for the player because it's just like, well, I'm so limited in who I can choose. I guess I'm going with this person. Yeah, that fits my character's body type. I think in the future, the very near future, all of the NPC dialogue is going to be AI generated and you'll be able to romance literally anybody on the street in a game like this. Mm. And I think we will look back at these. Like very, very curated romantic storylines with a bit of nostalgia. That's that's my that's my Nostradamusing of the video game industry for yeah. the day. I think we'll see some games like that. I think some of them will be uh very bad. Uh and uh I think a lot of like there will be like some dating sims, like some cheap dating sims that maybe kind of take that approach. But I still think there will be a place for stuff that's just fucking written. At least I like I like to think so. I think there there will still be a a, a place for these sorts of, you know, really crafted, curated storylines. I, I don't so. know. Cause I also like you can't you can eh, I don't know, maybe the maybe the uh, the algorithmic uh fucking procedural a generation of uh, we'll, we'll get to a point where that sort of stuff is possible though who knows I hope so uh, Heather what have, what have you been playing guys it's been one year since I started playing Fortnite we, wow. uh, we first started playing Fortnite last October mm-hmm. that's right and so my introduction to Fortnite this was, was for, for people who didn't listen to that that was a month where each of us uh, subjected the others to in in turn, a game we thought they would not like, and we thought and, you, Nick, wouldn't like a shooting game with teenagers. Right, exactly. Um, uh, and uh, I don't because I, I, I don't play games. Stop smiling. Well, I'm not smiling. Smile off your face, Matt. Smiling. What? Yeah, no, you were uh, right. Nick didn't like the shooting game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, the I'm not I'm not a big guy. I'm not a big gun game guy, and I'm not a big online multiplayer guy. So we all like. Uh, you subjected me to this. I actually ended up having a good amount of fun, even though I was bad at the game, because it is just like a really fun design and it's just such anarchic fun. Um, but really what it led to, Heather, as you were saying, is that you're you're super into this game. You're super yeah. into Fortnite. I have uh, I have never stopped playing Fortnite uh, over the course of the last year, uh, wow. save for the um, months when we were trying to expand our international reach on the podcast. And I was in Amsterdam and uh, I was just uh, like there was no the timing was wrong. Like I was just always online when nobody else was uh, because I didn't have a ton of Dutch or European friends. Um, But, you know, I've been back in the States for a bit and I'm playing Fortnite and there is a, okay, there's two things that are happening in the game. One, it's Fort Nightmares, which is their Halloween themed content. Mm, And that's really fun. It's very weird to realize that my initial foray into Fortnite was during a theme 
like I I started playing during Halloween and I was just like, oh, this is Halloween stuff. I thought, you know, yeah. and then later it became regular Fortnite. Uh, so it's neat. I feel a little nostalgic to be returning to that time here in 2023. Um, the other thing that's potentially happening is there's a lot of rumors that the island itself is going to revert to the original first season island. Wow. Uh, because they've been teasing all of this time travel stuff in the uh, on the Twitter account and also in game. There's dates that seem to refer to the first season. And as somebody who joined in late, I'm really excited about that because I don't know what this game has evolved from. I only know that at any given moment, I can be a Terminator wielding a lightsaber while throwing ice walls from My Hero Academia and uh, also using like a witch's broom at the same time. I guess the lightsaber and the witch's broom didn't overlap, but you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah we so to idea. see and, and so to see the original island is I'm really excited about. I hope they do it. I'm sure I could watch YouTube videos of it, but that's not the same. No, I've never played a game that changes constantly like this. And it's uh, it's very endearing. So, um, yeah, just a shout out to the uh, Fortnite Battle Bus on our Discord uh, who continue to be fantastic squad mates. Uh, and also showed up for uh, one of your shows, Nick, and hey, cool. um, and uh, celebrated an IRL meetup in Los Angeles recently. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, lots of fun. What's the, who are the new seasonal ads? Like, who are the big licensed characters that oh, are in so Fortnite right now? Announced this week, the Halloween skins are Alan Wake. Yawn. Looks like my dad. More like uh, Alan go to sleep. Next. Yeah. Uh, Jack Skellington. Which is, I you know they've got enough Disney properties in here with Marvel and uh, what else like Tron is in sure. fucking Fortnite that I really hope at some point they put uh, Sora from Kingdom Hearts in it and that that would open the gate to uh, Square Enix characters because I really think that the game needs Sephiroth and Cloud as skins. So those are two. And then the final one is Jason from Halloween. He's got an adorable emote where he's playing his own song on a keyboard. And he looks really serious about it. That's cute. Um, And he stabs the low notes. So the high, it was. Oh, that's top funny. hand. He's like, bah, 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 bah. and then he'll bomb bomb with a knife. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a it's a merry old time. I certainly like Halloween more than Christmas. Uh, and um, hmm. that's my take. And that's what I've been playing. Halloween versus Christmas. Where do I land? I guess I probably like Halloween more. I don't, I'm not super into either, but um, I'm not like a big holiday dude. Uh, but uh, I guess I like it as a kid. I like the idea of getting presents, but now I'm like, I don't fucking need any of this shit. What are we like? You know, like, so now I'm, since I'm less into presents, I feel like Halloween, just the general, I don't know. The spooky season is kind of fun. And it's an excuse to watch horror movies. Yeah, I guess. And, and on the whole, uh, horror movies are 
better than Christmas movies. I don't, uh, I, there are very few Christmas movies. I think that really scratch the itch of like, I'm going to watch a good movie. Uh, I don't, yeah, there's yeah. a handful, but there's not a lot. Whereas horror is kind of its own genre that gets, you know, I mean, it's not yeah. like there's a lot of great Halloween specific movies, but no. there's a lot of like horror, although Halloween's pretty good. Uh, yeah. But they're like, but they're like horror themed. Um, yeah, I wonder if. Uh, I like pumpkin more than peppermint. I like pumpkin more than peppermint. Here's a question. Mm, I really where, like where do you class? You like you like peppermint. I like I like both. But I, I would say that I do like pumpkin more than I like peppermint. But I like peppermint. Where do you classify Nightmare Before Christmas? Is that a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Christmas movie. You say Christmas movie. It's it's yeah, it's more of a Christmas movie because while it does take place in Halloween town, his whole thing is Christmas. He's like, mm. I get he got Christmas pilled. And he wants to go do Christmas now, too. And if your movie has Santa in it, then I got bad news for you, sweetheart. That's a Christmas movie. That's pretty convincing. <laughs> I also think that the movie starts with the end of Halloween. Like you would like if it was a Halloween movie, the first event wouldn't be. And that was yeah. Halloween. See to you again in another year. Weren't you saying just Fortnite specific? Isn't there an issue where Jack Skellington... They had to scale him down, yeah, so like he, looks, he didn't, he wasn't super tall and had like yeah. a like a dis, you know a disproportionate hitbox or whatever. He, he looks a little bit like a person in a Jack Skellington costume, <laughs> like a Halloween costume of Jack Skellington, which, you know i I wish that I wish that he could be canonical, but then you wouldn't be able to hit him with bullets. There'd be it'd be interesting. I I know this is a different game and they've obviously taken the correct approach, uh, but but it would be an interesting version where there was like, you know, size was just everything was scaled appropriately. And like a character like Levi from uh, Attack on Titan, a famous short king was proportionate. And then Jack Skellington was like loomed over him instead of them two both being the same size and that being a little awkward. I mean, but I mean that would completely screw up the balance because yeah. then every all high level players would all just pick the say, the smallest skins. Unless unless you also gave them less hit points. That's an interesting idea. So you could play as a skinny bitch, but you'd only have like you'd only be able to take two shots compared to like <laughs> thirty. Right. And then if you play as like Hulk or or Iron Man Hulkbuster armor, then you'd be able to, you know, you'd take a lot more damage, but you'd mm -hmm. be slower. Again, I yeah. feel like this is Apex Legends or Overwatch that we're essentially designing. Sure. Yeah, Fortnite's doing its own thing. I don't yeah. I don't play any of these games, so what the fuck do I know? And, and um, you know, uh, a little while ago, I said Alan Wake, more like Alan Go to Sleep. I, uh, I, I've never played it, so I don't I don't wish that on him. I just was kind of making a joke. I, I don't I I can't speak to that. So thank you for correcting the record, Matt. Yeah, it's very that's nice. for, for all very the Alan Wake you. heads out there. I'm not coming for you, so don't come for me. All right. Uh, that's a that's a uh, that there's because Alan Wake Two is on the horizon. It might come out this month. Actually, I didn't. I don't know when the release mm. date is. Maybe that's another one. Maybe that's one we'll talk about not having time to play. Um, but that's that's just a, a little cross promotion. But it it, it it does create a little bit of weird. It's just like it's that, that's kind of a, a little a bit of an ill fit for Fortnite. It feels like, but again, that's part of the fun. Like, what if they had the guy from Silent Hill Two in Fortnite? That'd be weird. I want I want Pyramid Head in Fortnite. Pyramid Head would be oh, good. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, all right, let's talk about our topic, which is too many games. There's too many. Too many games. There's, there's too just many too many. Fucking, there's too many fucking games. There, there's this. I, this I believe just basically came out of we were trying to talk about what to cover this week, and we're like, ah, there's too many fucking options, and so we landed on why don't we just talk about that, which I know is a it's well worn territory. Uh, and talking about games, but you know, like the, this crush of fall releases that we get every year uh, going into the holiday season is very much a relic of video games being part of the toy industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it being back in the day of just like, it's the same way that they were, they were thought of as children's products. They were thought of as toys. They were sold at toy stores. And, uh, you know, this is back in the eight bit days and, and before, and, they had to have everything out for Christmas releases for holiday releases. Cause that's when they did the, the industry does the bulk of its business. Um, and it's kind of turned into its own thing where now it's basically like our, like games, summer blockbuster season. Uh, now that games are such a, a, a massive industry in and of themselves. And you can see that this is going back to a thing we were saying earlier. You can see every summer blockbuster at the cinema if you want. Not yeah. that everybody does, but that's a possibility. Yeah. But managing the game equivalent is un- impossible. It's yes. unfathomable. It there. I mean, there's individual days where multiple hundred hour video games come out in the same the same day. Right. So, like, you can't. You can't do it. Abadago, what are you smiling about? I'm just enjoying the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just enjoying the conversation. I'm just listening to my friends talking, being like, hmm, I agree. Are there any books that take 100 hours to read? Uh, For me, every book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of even just like the, the, the biggest of big boys. Something like, you know, going back to Stephen King, The Stand. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that take a hundred hours to read? I don't think so. If I'm reading the stand, but that's a routine thing for the for for games. Yeah. If I'm reading the stand, I'm calling it the sit because I got to sit down if I'm reading that bad boy. Uh, Matt, earlier you apologized to Alan Wake. You might be might, might want to start getting ready to do it. I will not be issuing any further apologies. <laughs> I, I get the the only so the only really way to stay sane here is just to surrender and just abandon hope that you're going to play all these things and just accept yeah. that you can only pick a few things. Uh, but we're going to talk about what we picked and why and what we missed and what we maybe wished we had made time for over the course of this entire year so far. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, to preface the segment, I fucked up. How do you I mean? Just didn't, I, like, wow. I just didn't get to any of the shit that I wanted to play this year. Oh, just in general, wow. you fucked up. I thought I've 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 played myself. I, I'm calling it right now. I got played. This Holy episode, shit. I got played. Wow. I, I started Jedi Survivor or whatever. Oh, Heather. Which is, Matt has just said over and over again, is an incredible game. Just, oh my mm-hmm. God, it's so good. It's so good. Fucking, I haven't played that shit. I've played like the first moments and I, and I was like, this tutorial is taking me forever. I'm going to stop. And I love Star Wars and I didn't yeah. play that fucking game. And it's on my crossbar, my crossbar media thing on the PlayStation 5, whatever the fuck yeah. it's called now. It's there. It's glowing. It beckons me. I think that game is, of the non Andor Star Wars things that have come out in the last few years is the is like the best like Star Wars story 
like those two games in particular, I think they're, they're fantastic Star Wars stories. And this game, if the game, if the if this year wasn't so bloated with great releases, would be in the game of the year conversation. I think at least for me, maybe for others as well. But because the year is so slammed, it's it's forgotten. It is just it's lost to the uh, just how packed the year is. What's what is your both of you? Because the first one that occurs to me is Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. What is the number one game that occurs to each of you? Where you're like, ah, fuck. I didn't do you mean? Get to uh, it. Do you mean a game? A game we didn't get to yeah. at all? Like or, a game I haven't played, or that you had to drop for the show, or that you just like got mm-hmm. the one I had to drop is. Is easy and I plan to return to it, but it's Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had more time for that game. I wish it was the only thing I was playing, but I'm playing other things. Um, but, uh, you know, that thing, the game is so for me and it's so well done and I am excited to return to it. So that's kind of that's that's kind of an answer. But but I'll, also I'm going back to it. Um, I think that my big answer is uh, is Persona 4 Golden uh, because yeah. I love Persona 5 so much and. Uh, it's uh, it's the only game in the series I've really put any time into. It's certainly the only one I in, in the game in the series I finished. Uh, they released Persona Four Golden um, this year, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. Was it, did it come out last year? No, it came out in January. No, it, it got yeah. no, it got released in January of this year. Uh, and I kind of wish I just like gotten into it you know just just played through it on on game pass and it's still just sitting in my queue so that's that's the big one for me i mean i don't know if there are like big big ones because i i have at least dipped my toes into quite a few games this year uh you know i didn't finish i mean i haven't finished so many games but like i haven't finished baldur's gate 3 yet i haven't finished um armored core uh and i was really enjoying that um but like as far as games that i like just missed completely like this is gonna sound crazy because like i am a coward Uh uh-huh but when the dead space remake came out i was like pretty excited to give it a try and i think Mm -hmm. we even floated it internally amongst the three of us as a uh as a we play, you play. Yeah, uh, yeah, that one was definitely on my on my radar, and you know what, we could have done that. That I think that's the month we decided to do Metroid Prime remake instead. I could be wrong. I, I can't remember so. exactly what the order was, but but it yeah. was it, it was like there were a few different things we were talking about, and that's the one we landed on. Yeah, but like I was I was interested in you know I've never played Dead Space. There, I heard raves of the uh, of the remake and. I guess I was just in the mood to get scared. So I was like, okay, I could, I could do that. I could think I could do this. Uh, but, you know, I also never touched. We had, we had such a good time, Nick, with, yeah. um, I, I fell off of Diablo 4. I never even finished the Diablo 4 campaign now that I'm thinking about it. Speaking of times we've had fun. Uh, yeah. But, uh, and I know that it, it's like in a, Diablo Four is in a worse state now than it was when it uh, when it launched. Um, but we had such a good time with Kirby in the Forgotten Land. There was a a Kirby Deluxe, you know, re release on the Switch. Kirby Return to Dreamland, Return to Dreamland Deluxe, 
Mm-hmm. Didn't even didn't even try. Didn't even get it. And I loved Kirby. This was the year I decided I loved Kirby. I wish I hadn't installed 35 copies of Hogwarts Legacy on my PS5. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. put in a combined thousand hours into that game. No, I didn't no, play, no, I didn't no, play no. a fucking second of that game. <laughs> no, and like it's come out so many times. Like it, like it had the initial next gen launch, and then it hit last gen a couple of months later, and then it just came out for Switch like a couple of months ago. It's like let, let, get over it. Stop, stop, stop just, with this. I'm just going to shout out games that I should have played. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, PS- I get a list too. PSVR 2 should have played more of that. I uh, fucking, I got Gran Turismo and was like, I'm getting a racing chair. Didn't get a racing chair. Mm-hmm. Should have gotten a racing chair. Uh, I didn't play enough of Octopath Traveler 2. Downloaded it, loaded it, it's ready to go. Awesome. That's on my fucking, list as well. It's supposed yeah. to be incredible. Uh, didn't play a second of the Resident Evil 4 remake beyond what we did. Uh, did play Last of Us Part 1 remake with my wife who really loves Last of Us. And she got she played the whole thing and I watched and it was really sweet. Um, but I didn't play uh, Street Fighter 6 after that initial launch period. No time. Just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah, aforementioned that. fucking Jedi Survivor. Uh, I didn't play... Aliens Dark Descent. I love an Aliens license. Um, Have not beat Baldur's Gate 3. Still am in the first chapter. The first chapter. Because I've... That's a a big chapter. Because I fucking killed too many NPCs. (laughs) On accident. I just found out that there was a... I killed a a potential party member. Oh. I didn't even know. It's not on on me. She attacked us. She just opened up on my party and I fucking slayed mm-hmm. her. And then what's his name was really upset. I was like, how could you have done this? A stand- well, were, were you in the midst of slaughtering a village? Because that's the kind of thing you would do. No, I what? look, okay. I have never, except for the goblin village, rolled into a place with slaughter on lock. OK, <laughs> I have I have been guilty of. Somebody yeah. says you can't go in that room. And I'm like, that's not the kind of character I am. I'm getting in that fucking room. And then uh-huh. I open the door and they're like, we said, don't go in that room. And they open up on me and then I have to wipe them out. And then everybody witnesses. Right. They come to those people's aids and they like just if you if you encounter somebody who's like, I have to eat all the cheese that I find. Let them eat the, the cheese or don't show them where the cheese is. Mm. I never played a second of Starfield and I really really wanted to play Starfield I did fucking beat Final Fantasy 16 what was I thinking hey (laughs) (laughs) you you know uh, this game I don't think has really come up on this show at all and I don't know if it's on either of your radars at all but I was interested in trying it uh, and just never got around to it. But I mean, I've heard nothing but great things from people that have like spent a lot of time with it. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Is that of any interest Matt, to that's you? at the top of my list because yeah. it's a late 2022 release. Yeah. But that's the the you know, it's like a it's like a tactical combat game that supposedly has a really good story to it. Uh, I'm not I don't love Marvel. I like don't really just it's just not a thing I 
was ne- was ever into. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but I but I've heard but you know the kind of gameplay this has is really uh, you know seems super compelling to me. And this was a game I, I bet I would love if I had some time for it. But I'm also like, am I gonna play a 60 hour tactical combat game? I, I don't know. You, you might. Probably not. <laughs> I, I mean, I might, but I don't know. I, I was interested in it because, yeah, I do like Marvel and Marvel games. Like, uh, And I, I, I have not played a ton of like tactics games, but I, I, I think with the right... Like, I played um, the Marvel Rabbids, the first one. I never finished it, but I played that. Mario Rabbids. Yeah, Mario Rabbids, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, man, I mean... Let's put the rabbits in more things. Uh, rabbits are great. Uh, the the that Mario that game has a surprising amount of tactical depth. Yeah, I mean it's like you know it's it's that's a that, if you like that game, I mean you'd like like XCOM. Yeah, um, and this is the this is the XCOM developer. Uh, so you know it it it's I don't know. I mean. Yeah, it it, it seemed uh, it's it, that that game that game definitely was on my radar. And I'm just kind of like the kind of guy that's like just dumb enough to be like i like this one because it has the characters that i like 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 sure. I, I would just that's like enough for me to be like i I'll, i should try this one um but it's on it's still it's on my wish list waiting for waiting for a deep sale that's what some that's where a lot of these games go to die unfortunately uh is, yeah. is the wish list and then they do get purchased when they hit the arbitrary threshold i've decided and yeah. uh never to be played uh, <laughs> 67% off great that'll go in my library yeah. and uh i'll log 0 hours in it <laughs> exactly no i know the feeling very common uh, uh yeah that one's on, that one's on my list keep going matt uh, i was going to say are either of you pikmin people did you ever play pikmin uh, i was not yeah, a I pikmin played- person uh, I I did play the first Pikmin, uh, and I uh, enjoyed it, but you know it was not the masterpiece I think I maybe had expectations mm-hmm. for, and didn't really keep up with the franchise after that. I can't remember. I think it was Pikmin three that everyone's like Pikmin three rips. Maybe it's Pikmin two, uh, but I saw Pikmin four. I mean, I I know Pikmin four did come out. And yeah, I, it was one I was planning on just passing on. All what four. Everyone said all four Pikmin games are available on switch and it's like the only nintendo property where that is true like where all the games are on it uh and it's it's so crazy to me i guess it's it's easier because there are fewer of them but uh you can play any pikmin any of the pikmin games on switch now which is great if you're a pikmin fan uh but i've not i've never played one i did play a little bit of play i don't know if that's what you call it but um I experienced rather Pikmin Bloom. Are you familiar with this? It's like Pokemon oh, Go, yes. but Pikmin. This is, yeah, it's a mobile one. Yeah, and I liked that for like two days, and then uh, just didn't just didn't keep up with it. Um, right. And an, another game that I did purchase and have not had time to play yet: Oxen Free Two Lost Signals. I loved the first Oxen Free so much, um, and this is like a. Mm sort of like supernatural mystery adventure game. And when the second one was coming out, I was like pretty hyped for it and bought it on release day and then just still have not. I, I don't even know what was out. Uh, it came out in July. So July was pretty packed if I, if I recall. Uh, but I just, I didn't even 
get a chance to play it. Uh, I have a I I have my uh, did you have more on your list? Uh, I mean, there's like a, a million games, but like, yeah, yeah. What, what what did you have? I've got a few here. I do have one question that I'll, I'll put a pin in, but I, I do want to uh, ask both of you because I think it's a game that I kind of would expected both of you to be into and that we haven't talked about it on the podcast. But yeah, Marvel's Midnight Suns was mentioned, Persona 4 Golden, Dead Space remake. Uh, here's a big one. We taught, we did we did a whole episode about Coffee Talk on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Coffee Talk episode two, Hibiscus and Butterfly came out this year. And I had a little bit of a visual bug I was dealing with on the PC version uh, that I just just kind of made me. It had to do with like you know I've said before I have this widescreen monitor and it just like did didn't support that resolution and I couldn't find a way to make it um you know uh, uh both playable and 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 aesthetically uh, pleasing um and uh and I don't know if that's a thing that's been fixed in an update I haven't tried it again I haven't tried to play it on a different platform but again a game I I really enjoyed a game I played all of. Uh, I, I streamed a good amount of when I was streaming and I, and I finished on my own, uh, the first one, and then just have not really put any time into episode two, but that's one I plan on returning to, um, uh, Ryoga Gotoku, uh, RGG, uh, which is the developer of Yakuza, uh, slash like a dragon released two games this year, or at least has released one. And then has another one that's coming out in November, uh, like a dragon Ishin, which I saw is coming to Game Pass mm-hmm. soon. And then like a dragon Gaidan, uh, Gaiden, the man who erased his name, uh, which is coming in November. And I was like, fuck, I liked I loved Yakuza Zero. I played the shit out of it. I finished I didn't 100 percent it, but I finished a lot of the quest lines, a lot of the side quests um, and uh, finished the game. And that's the only one in the franchise that I've played. And after I finished it, I may have even said this morning, I was like, I want to play all these games. They just didn't make time for it. That is one where just looking at that and looking at how the backlog even is growing even further. is just like, I just got to like fucking make this a project. I've just got to like go through and just play through all of their these games or play through at least the big ones. Yeah, just, just really dig in on this franchise that I know I'll really love because I really like the one game that I played in it. Um, but, uh, yeah, there were two more that came out this year and they're, they're both supposedly, uh, uh, or at least the first one was well received and I'm sure the second one will be good as well. Uh, there's a game that came out, a puzzle game, maybe just for me here, uh, but, but chance of Sonar, uh, is a one I've heard a lot of, mm. uh, of, of buzz about. And, uh, that one is, you know, uh, it's, it's just, I, I like, again, haven't made time for it yet, but that one's on my radar. And then finally the other one is, and this one I'm going to do. Because I already downloaded it on Game Pass, and I know it's like a game that's like six hours long, um, but Cocoon, uh, which came out uh, just in September, I think, and there was someone in the in our Discord who had recommended it to me specifically, and I apologize for not having your name at the ready, uh, but you know this is the one of the one of the developers of Limbo and Inside, mm. uh, which we've covered on the pod, uh, is behind this one. It is very puzzle focused. Uh, but it is a game that just like I'm sure is completely up my alley. Um, so yeah, those those are those are what I got on my list. Um, but I did want to ask both of you about uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Mirage, mm, yeah. which is Heather. You put so much time into Valhalla, and Matt. You know, I know this isn't Prince of Persia, but it is like you know a Ubisoft game that's kind of. Uh, Prince of Persia esque, and I know you love that franchise. Have either of you pu- considered putting any time into Assassin's Creed Mirage? Matt, why don't you go first? 
Um, I haven't been able to consider that because every time I get uh, an Assassin's Creed game, I jump off of it, and it's not even from mm. like disliking it. I think they're right. they're really fun and really like they're great games. Uh, but I've tried so many times with As- Assassin's Creed, and I think just how big they are kind of turns me off of it. I understand that this one has more of a stealth, uh, a, a stealth um, focus, and ha- is maybe smaller than some of the other ones too, uh, which is appealing. But I ha- I haven't. It's on my that that one was one that I was considering you know that was on my list as well but i just don't know if i'll get to it this year at all ever heather how about you well i recently dabbled a little bit more in valhalla because i've had viking madness (laughs) um and one of the things that i cannot bear is to return to a video game this actually i should have maybe i should have talked about this for what what am i playing um you return to a video game and there is every icon is incomprehensible it's been a year or or more than a year and you're like i don't know what any of these lights up at the top of my fucking map mean i don't know what you know which one is a quest which one is like interesting landmark or treasure or what like i just want to keep going and doing a little bit more of the story DLC for the Siege of Paris, which I dropped. Um, I don't, I guess I don't like Assassin's Creed games. I like Viking stuff. Oh, that makes sense. And the idea of like seeing the reviews where they're like, sneaking is a return to form in Assassin's Creed. And I'm like, wow, that's, I'm not that interested in that. Although I did see a special move where the main character I don't know what his name is. Uh, maybe it's Basim. I'm not sure. You're right. It's Basim. All right. It's great because you meet that guy in, in Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a move that he does where he's so fast that the uh, animus cannot keep up with what he's doing. So it just looks like he's glitching from murder to murder, which oh. is kind of a charming special move. Like somebody who's teleporting all around the screen because the animus can't render how fast he's moving. Great. Cool. Mm -hmm. But I'm not. Yeah, it's just not I'm not I'm not really into Assassin's Creed games on their own. I'm into eras of history. And if the Assassin's Creed game happens to cover that, then I'll then I'll be into it. Then I'll then I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll I'll fucking jump in for this. Like if there was that makes sense. If there was a 1920s. Paris uh, Assassin's Creed game, I'd fucking, I'd play 300 hours of that. Or like, man, can you imagine a paleolithic Assassin's Creed game? That would be hype as fuck. Like, if if you're, if it was just a game that was exploring everything we know about like pre-Mesopotamian society and you were an assassin, <laughs> that would be great. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm skipping it. And not, I wonder if you I, did. You ever sadly. play Far Cry Primal? That's I did the only not. game I can think of that's like that. Yeah, I did not. I didn't either. But I, I, that feels like that. Get that game. That would be extremely your shit. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. That's. Uh, by, by the way, it's Bulldozer in our in our Discord who uh, recommended Cocoon. That's on Game Pass. Um. And uh, yeah, I am. 
I am looking forward to checking this out, but it's it's another one in my backlog currently. Here's a question for the panel. Is there a 2022 game you missed that you planned on getting to this year that you still haven't gotten to? Got a more Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah, that's for, that's it for me too. I got that bad boy in shrink wrap like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I've got I've got I've got fucking idiot. Why did I buy that week hours, one? I knew it was gonna have time for it. Several hours this summer that I spent playing God of War Ragnarok and I just had to bounce off yeah, for, you fuck. know, cyberpunk or whatever it is that we were what I you know. Probably Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, you wanted dessert, not your vegetables. Um, I, my first one that comes to mind for me is, uh, is Horizon 2, Horizon, uh, Forbidden West. Uh, was that 2022? I think it was, or maybe it came out the same year as Elden Ring. Uh, but I got it, but I got it last year. year. I just, time is so fucking hard to track. Yeah. Uh, uh, it came out February in 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Er, wow, early entry, but uh, but yeah, I I didn't get to, fi- I never finished it. It was uh, and and I finished the first one, I think the week, uh, her the this one came out and then was like super into it, and then Elden Ring came out and was like, well, I'm gonna play Elden Ring, uh, and just yeah, never got back to this. I also never got back to. I mean, it's kind of a a joke on our our show at this point but uh i never got started with strangers in paradise talk about shrink wrap oh Oh, sure yeah i played enough of that to know it was super fun but i didn't want to play it alone yeah we should have just covered it um i was gonna say the (laughs) i mean we could next month i was going to say the 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 game like my real answer is Uh, is Ragnarok, uh, which Heather Mm -hmm. mentioned. But the other answer, and it's back on my radar, Matt, for the factor you just said, of like it's on deep sale currently, uh, and I am thinking of buying it. Uh, In 2022, there was an indie game called Domekeeper that came out that was really well-received. It's a roguelike, and it's about like, you know, you're a miner, and uh, you're you're just trying to dig deeply while like monsters are are attacking your sci-fi habitat. Uh, and it's, you know, it's aesthetically very cool. And I, I just it, it just seems it's the kind of game that I know I'd really enjoy. Uh, and I just like have not made time for it. So uh, but yeah, that that that's one that's that definitely I don't know, maybe I'll get to it at some point. But that's that's one from last year's backlog that I still haven't played. It's so it's so tough, like because, yeah, mm-hmm. in, the, in the year's not even over, you know, uh, this. Co- oh, yeah. No, that's that's why I included Man Who Erased His Name, because like, that one's coming up. Yeah. and There's no chance. There's no fucking way in hell that come November. I'm going to be making time to like, all right, here we go. Th- there's uh, I mean, when this episode releases at the end of this week, Spider-Man fucking two comes out and I'm bu- I'm getting that and I'm dropping whatever I'm doing. It's too many games. I love my Spideys. There's too many fucking games. Here's a, I mean, like, should we, should we try to come up with some sort of positive resolution to this? Should we try to be like, hey, let's try to have some sort of plan of action. Let's try to say like, hey, this is, you know what? I can't get to everything, but this is maybe this is one thing I want to prioritize. Or is the right way to end this just like accepting the chaos, accepting the misery, the impossibility of being able to. Uh, you know, tackle everything. All, th- all three of us just straight into the camera. 
like at the end of old boy, just like looking like <laughs> just horrified. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cause like, I mean, of the games that we talked about, most of which are unpurchased. So I think those will just be where they are currently. Like, uh, you know, I'm not going to be doing, I'm not going to jump into Marvel Midnight Suns. That's not like a a resolution that I'm going to get into. But like, you know, when there's a lull this year, if there is a lull, uh, I wouldn't mind getting back into Horizon Forbidden West and and finishing that. Right. Like, I feel like that's like an easy box I can check. Uh, Right. And that's actionable. But um, yeah. I, I think yeah. that's a good I think that seems like a good plan of action. Yeah. That seems like a good way. To, I mean, because like I'm I'm just looking at that like and, you know, a game I didn't mention that I've just like I kind of gave up on. But Jagged Alliance three, I played Jagged Alliance one and two on PC as a kid. These are, again, tactical games. And these are, you know, I fucking finished those games. Those games were those games were 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 big and daunting. Hell yeah. Um, And and Jagged Alliance three came out this year. And it's like one of those games where it's like it's been 20 years, 25 years since there's been a proper sequel. Uh, And I just sort of like was like, well, look, I I don't know, maybe 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 like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, if this game came out, I'd have time for it. But now I'm just like, uh, I'm just going to kind of ignore it. Uh, I, I kind of accept that I'm probably just never going to get to that and that that I, I can make peace with um, Armored Core 6, another one. I know both of you played that game. I think that game is probably up both of your alleys a little bit more than it is mine. I can kind of make peace with just mm-hmm. not playing that. Uh, game. So interesting. But- uh, Nick doesn't seem to like perfect video games <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm sure it's awesome but i but i'm also like look if i'm going to make time for armored core six shouldn't i just play fucking bloodborne you know well, from soft game that i've never played and that's that's part of my calculation with those sorts of things of like yeah i should i should finally get to bloodborne i should finally restart hollow Knight and actually finish it because i love metroidvania so much and i know that's what everyone says is the best one and i just have never Never gotten all the way through it. Speaking of Bloodborne, on my list also, Lies of P. I heard Lies of P is great. Lies of P is supposed to be awesome. Yeah. When? It's about fucking Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should cover it. (laughs) If this. That's, you know, that's, that's what. (laughs) We're, we're in, in some sense, extremely, in in a big sense, extremely lucky uh, to, uh, to have this podcast and to be able to monetize a hobby, but it also turns into, well, the only way we can justify actually playing something sometimes is to turn it into content. Well, and this is the, this is the thing. Cause we've changed formats, uh, you know, from our previous iteration where we would cover a game every single week, right? Uh, like a yeah. bad or weird game. And then, uh, from there we scaled back and we would do, like three episodes like that a month and then one episode where it was like, you know, just kind of talking about games. And now it's like, now it's this where it's like a different format, sort of like not format, but a different uh, topic every single week. And we're still like games. What do we do? What do we do? We, 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 any situation we put ourselves in, we can find a way to make it, uh, make it hell. (laughs) No, the problem is not the show. The problem is that the problem is that this is a, a, punishing hobbies yes. a financially which is the thing we haven't even talked no. about like you know like not at hey th- not everyone is lucky enough to be able to 
classify these expenditures as business expenses. So like if you're if you're going out of pocket for all your games, like that's like fucking absurd because mm-hmm. these things are so fucking expensive. Uh, and then be just like so demanding of your time. Like we are, none of us have children. Like if you have fucking kids, how the fuck are you supposed to make time for a, a goddamn 80 hour RPG? What the fuck are you supposed to do? Do you know what I'm going to do at the end of this as of the airing of this this episode this week? Hmm. I'm going to fucking get Super Mario Wonder. I am going to play Super Mario Wonder. You know what? That's a good that's a good bit of positivity. Super Mario Wonder is a game that I am 100% going to play regardless of anything else that's going on in my life. And it's going to be the first Super Mario game where I actively avoid a power up. Whoa. Oh, because you're not going to get the elephant. No, I don't Heather, like that this elephant. is ridiculous. You're going to go out of your way to avoid like the it. elephant? I'm going to play hard Elfin mode. Mario's no elephant. Rocks. There's going to be part, part, a part you can't progress through without the elephant. I'm confident they'll, no, they're going to do that to no, make you use no, it. No Mario game ever makes it impossible to do something without a power-up, does it? Uh then you Super Mario, like, Super Mario Sunshine made that game uh, impossible to uh, <laughs> have, be fun. <laughs> uh, there, the, I, I think there might be a tutorial seg, uh, like a segment or something, where you have to use sure. a, a particular ability. Sure, uh, and then you can like I don't know, immediately jump off a cliff, reset so you're regular <laughs> Mario, and pro and progress without Elephant Mario. Uh, I am I am 100% looking forward to playing that game as only Elephant Mario. Uh, but uh, I but yes, that is a game I'm definitely going to make sure to make time for. And you know what the other one I probably won't make time for this, but review contingent. I I I'm I'm gonna I hope it's well received because I I might is uh the RoboCop game that's coming out oh, in November. Yeah, just because I fucking love RoboCop. It looks kind of good. I've seen yeah. playthroughs of it, and it's. I mean, the only thing that's good about it is that it it still functions as satire because of the absurd violence of RoboCop against all of the NPCs. Like you can. Yeah, you can't run. So you're just marching through these rooms, blowing people away really graphically or grabbing them by the throat and throwing them through the wall. Look. Uh, of course, A R I A A R C A B, but <laughs> but it does seem like a fun thing to play to be RoboCop for a little. Yeah, bit. it seems pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think of the list that I've got. I think the one I am definitely going to to. I mean, I mentioned Cocoon. I'm definitely going to play that. But I think I'm also going to go back to Coffee Talk too. I think I just like I really that's a really chill vibes game, mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to actually play that one. Uh, any other thoughts on this? Yeah, on this crushing discussion. <laughs> I think it's it's you know it's it's a blessing and a curse, isn't it? You know, it's it's great that we um we live in this. It, well, I don't know if it's great that we live in this world, uh, but it's 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 great. Yeah, certainly not. It's great that so many good video games come out, and we get to be uh you know so lucky to to play so many great video games uh it is unfortunate that so many good ones uh don't get talked about on the show uh and that we just never get to mortal kombat 1 we didn't even talk about mortal kombat 1 that's out people seem to like it if you like mortal kombat uh you know what i what i've kind of realized yeah. and uh, look i listen to other video game podcasts yeah. too and i i i think just just uh, 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 the the thing is because this is 
these genres are so fucking big or maybe mm-hmm. these games are so fucking big and even individual genres are so fucking big that like you can just be like a fighting game person that can just be your identity yeah. you can just dedicate yourself to that and we have like you know we have heather who's part of our uh show who is uh, the most into fighting games but i also heather i feel like you're most focused on street fighter yes yeah yeah uh so i i i think we just had kind of i think you kind of just have to i mean i accept as a listener i don't know if our uh, uh, maybe what i would say to our listeners who are, are hoping for us to cover everything is that we all have our own individual tastes and focus and we are going naturally the podcast is just going to um center on those things the things that we're most interested in and most knowledgeable about we're gonna we're going to die before we can play all the games. Hmm. We're going to die before we can play all the games. That's the big takeaway. Yeah. 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 That's a, and that's a shirt. That's a, we're going to, we're going to put that on a shirt. <laughs> uh, Hey, that was our discussion of too many games. How about a segment? All right. Sure. Uh, here's a, here's a segment for you. Can Heather and Nick guess the game based on a brief clip of the boss theme? It's time for Who's the Boss? Love it. Okay. This was hard last this was, time, I think. This was hard last time. Uh, okay. It might also be hard today. Um, okay, great. But, uh, but we'll see how it goes here. I think I, I'm confident that you guys will, will do a good job. So all you have to do is hear a brief. You're gonna, I'm going to play a brief clip of a song. You have to tell me what game it's from. And if you can tell me what game it's from, you get a point. You can get a bonus point if you can tell me who the boss is. Okay, so here we go. Why don't we? Uh, we'll start off with uh, with this one right here. This sounds so familiar. Any guesses? Um, this plays during a boss fight. That's right. Can I? And I just have to pick the game. Yes. Donkey Kong Country. Oh yeah, Heather, that is correct. Uh, oh yeah. Would you like to maybe get a bonus point and tell me who the boss is? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just guess it's K. Rule. That is correct. King K. Rule. So yeah. uh, uh, who else is going to be? Uh. So you both had one one. You go, yeah. You both have one one. Uh, that's that's pretty nice. I was thinking, oh, the the the. I kind of got stuck there mentally. I got I got I blocked myself, and I was only thinking in terms of JRPGs. Mm. And I was like, of course, it could be fucking any game, you stupid idiot. So I'm hopefully, I'll get past the mental block now. It can be from any game. And so why don't we hear the next song? Here we go. Heather. Heather. Metal Gear Solid 2. Wow, Heather is correct. Any guesses on the boss? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I did know this was a Metal Gear, um, but... I'm as for which one it was. 
which boss it is. Uh, I'll just guess Olga. That's the first boss, right? I believe that is the first boss, but it's incorrect. It is mm. that is the bo- that is the theme for Solidus Snake. Uh, so, nice. Oh, it's Solidus. Yeah. So Heather has two points. Nick has one. Um, moving right along, here is the next one. The Silent Hill Two. <laughs> Heather, that is incorrect. Um, God, what is that? Oh, I think I know it. What is that sort of just thumping bass? Is this a horror game? I know you're not going to give any hints. Uh, I'll say yes, it is. Oh, I think I know what it is. Ah, I fucked up. Is it a Resident Evil? Okay, well, want me to just tell you what it is? Resident Evil. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll guess it because we covered it on the pod. Resident Evil Four. It is from Resident Evil Four. That is correct. Uh now which boss? Um, I can't remember the names of any of the fucking bosses. Is it the big lake monster? It is not. Heather, would you care to guess? Yeah, it's that big ogre. Hmm. The big rock-throwing ogre guy. I'll give it to you. Mr. Spaghetti. I don't know what his Mr. name Spag- is. <laughs> what is his name? El Gigante. There it is. Oh, okay, okay. It's El Gigante from Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Uh, a great one. Um, as soon as I opened my dumb mouth, I was like, I, mm, I recognize this. Uh, here's, here's, here's another one. Here we go. I'll, let me refresh what the score is. Is uh, Heather three Nick two, Heather three Nick two. Here is the next theme. Uh, Weiger, is this Metroid Prime? That is correct. Wow. Um, is this? Is this Ridley? Uh, Nick, it is not. I don't know the names of these characters, so I'm just gonna say Mother Brain. Uh, no, it is. It is the titular Metroid it's Prime. It's the titular Metroid Prime. Uh, okay, but You're fucking. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, here, here, Are we tied? I overthought it because I was like, it's not gonna be Metroid Prime in Metroid. Prime. Yeah. But it was. It was. Um, moving right along. Wait, it is a tie. It is a tie yeah, game. Okay, great. Uh, here is here's the next boss theme. Heather. Uh, Nick. Oh. Oh, I heard Nick first. I'm going to guess. This is very Final Fantasy. I'm going to guess recency bias Final Fantasy 16. Wow, that is that is correct. Any guesses on the boss? Um it's uh Fire Guy Ifrit. Ah, uh, that is that is incorrect. This is Titan. 
also incorrect. Oh, it man. is, of course, <laughs> Ultimalius. Of course. Uh, How could we forget Ultimalius? Yeah. Nick's in the lead now. Four to three. And this, wow. this is the final song. Here we go. Oh, shit. This is so familiar. Uh, Heather. Heather. Elden Ring. Uh, incorrect. What the fuck is this? I've also, I've played this fucking game. God damn it. Yeah. I know, I know we know what this is. Um. Uh, I don't know, tell me. It's Colossus 16 from Shadow of the oh, Colossus. Of course, we just fucking covered it. Boo! Boo, I lost. I'm so dumb because I lost and I'm dumb and I'm bad at the game and a boo. This is why the game is hard. We covered that game last month. It is fresh in our minds. We heard that. So we've heard that song a bunch of times in our lives and hearing it now in this context. And it's guess what this is. You're still like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, it's also because there are too many games. There's too many. How could you remember games. everything all the wow. time? Thesis proven. Yeah. Uh, but Nick is our winner. Nick is uh, the winner of Who's the Boss? Hell yeah. I guess I'm the boss. Oh, shit. That's this week's Get Played. Our engineering is by Alex Gonzalez, Dead Air Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. And also, you know, we're going to be playing Cyberpunk 2077, The Phantom Liberty uh, for this month's pod. But we are also watching the anime Cyberpunk Edgerunners on our sister show, Get Animated. And uh, if you check out those. Uh, that show on patreon.com slash get animated, you'll um, listen to us be berated by Ash Ketchum every week. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're watching. What are we in? Episodes five and six. This will be five and six this week. Yeah. Yeah. Five and six of Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Uh, the show is clipping along. Lots of reveals. And even if you aren't a big fan of Cyberpunk the game, people like the anime. So. Great anime. It's on Netflix. Uh, feel free to uh, check it out and then check out the check out our show as well. Also, uh, Matt did something, which is that now all of our episodes on our Patreon are organized by the series we covered. So you can find our backlog of our uh, all of our, our Evangelion uh, full watch through uh, Leakerous Recoil, Chainsaw Man, all the myriad shows we have covered uh, over the course of Get Animated's existence. So that is all available now on our Patreon if you want to dig into our back catalog uh, and uh, and watch any of those shows along with us in the past. Hell yeah, Guys, baby. I, I said it earlier. I got played this week. It was me. Yeah. I got it. 